here we go. So today we're going to, it's Success Saturday. It's always fun to do Success Saturday. Um, and so today I thought I'd do something a little different. We were doing the inner power thing. Um, I got one more class to do on that. And then, yes, that will be a booklet too. I'm already getting it transcribed. And then I'll turn it into a little booklet. Uh, but today, something a little different. Now is the time. But as always, <clears throat> as I tell all my people, whenever you do any kind of uh, social media like this, always put your contact info in there because who knows who will see it. Maybe they don't know you that well. And if you don't tell them how to get in touch with you, they don't know how to get in touch with you. So especially if they catch something in the middle. Uh, so anyway, easiest way is nfnlp.com or drwillhorton.com. But today, let's jump in. I always start with a review of learning in general. Since this is Success Saturdays, what about, ask yourself, what have I learned about success in the last week? Good or bad, every, every learning's good. How can I apply the new information that you, that you got last week in anything? And how can you apply the new one? What's your blocks? What do you think's holding you back? Can I adopt this new information easily today? What we'll get today. How will this alter my self-image? What can I learn new today? How can I grow today? And what can I do different today? And what I started thinking about this because I did a call the other day with uh, Tom Nicoli, and we talked about, um, you know, is COVID a blessing or a curse? And maybe start thinking about the there's like a general malaise going on in the country and all over the world. It's a, you know, as our dear friend, let me do my NLP thing, my dear friend Tony Robbins would say, it's because they're caught up, we're all caught up in the sense of uncertainty, you know, yeah. uh, between the COVIDs, between the lockdowns and the American election, which even for my Canadian friends, because you guys live in the apartment above the meth lab. So you get, you get caught in whatever we're doing as does most of the world. Uh, well, that's, that's going to end, it looks like, pretty soon. And, but we still have COVID. And the, is there going to be more lockdowns? Let, we don't know. So there's that little bit of uncertainty. And that leads to malaise. You know, that blah feeling, things like that. I will admit, you know, I, I've got it. It's why when the, you, you, did many of us noticed when the lockdown first started, people were kind of like, oh, I'm going to take these classes. I sold a lot of things. I did classes. People were all motivated. And then as it, as it wore on, you know, that motivation came down, you know, and there's some people now, if you tell them about a Zoom class, they want to shoot you. Uh, they're, they're Zoomed out, right? And then, plus more and more people are offering them. So there's a, there's a preponderance of them everywhere, it seems like, you know, and people are feeding on this and, and sometimes it burns people out. You know, I always say my biggest thing is all these people teaching I'll show you how to make $10,000 a day doing personal coaching or get $10,000 corporate speaking gigs. You know, of course, my question is why are you selling this class for $97 on Zoom? But let's not, let's not go down that path. But, you know, so there's that sense of uncertainty that is, you know, we could deal with that. Uh, but what about the, this malaise, this blah feeling and that? So one of the rules, I think, is never slow down right? Uh, a common misguided piece of advice I hear a lot sometimes is when things slow down, you know, you pull back a little bit, right? Don't, don't, don't set your money on fire, pull back, right? Actually, that kind of statement doesn't really come from the business world. It comes from the people that are unsuccessful, right? <laughs> because 
a lot of people in true business, I know Georgina's been there, Lori, Wayne, it's like, now's the time to grab market share, if you want to call it that, depending on what's going on. Because as other people step back, if you step up, you know, there's just, you know, that's why some people are doing it, right? And I'm thankful I learned early on uh, to never slow down, right? I learned the hard way, like a lot of us did. Uh, the best time to, when I had my practice booming, the best time to market for new clients is when my appointment book was packed, right? That's when I ran, you know, more ads. A guy named Russell Yarnell taught me that. Same guy taught uh, Scott McFall and the guy that did, what was that? Uh, they taught a lot of the old, back in the late 70s and 80s, uh, hypnosis practice building. And he'd say, build your business when you're busy. Because, yeah. you know, because when it slows down, then you're, you're always, then you're trying to play catch up. And I did that one time. My, my appointment book was full. I, if you called, I, I literally couldn't get you in for a couple weeks, even for a screening and all that. And so I kind of backed off my advertising. And then sure as heck, you know, when the clients I had, because I was doing 12 session programs generally, when they kind of went down, all of a sudden my appointment book was open. And then I had to, you know, uh, restart the process. So I learned there, never really slow down, keep going, keep pushing. Uh, so what's the difference? What do super successful people do that others don't? Well, when others turn it down, they speed it up. Right? They speed it up. They make more investment decisions, including if they're just deciding that they're going to take off at a certain date. I know in the like in the advertising world, I was talking to somebody that actually their day job is they work in advertising, the advertising world. And they're saying that there's this whole pent up hundreds of millions of dollars of ads waiting to start running as soon as the, the election ended. Because you can't, the, the election was eating up all that. Georgina was in that world, right? All the ad markets got eaten up by invest by the by the political thing. Well, that's ending. Now there's, you know, and I remember my practice, I, I'd start running full page ads the day after an election. Because suddenly the newspaper back then, I'm, I'm dating myself, but the newspapers suddenly were those four thousand dollar full page ads I could get for a thousand bucks, right? Because they needed it. So now's the time to make decisions. Right and and turn step it up, uh, take more action. Whatever action you're doing, whether it's Facebook Lives, whether it's doing other things, take a little bit more action. And this actually includes going into the holiday season, because the competition has self-selected out of the race. Right, and so you don't have to take them out; they they've taken themselves out. You know, unfortunately, I'm seeing this with a couple of big organizations I used to do work with. They've kind of self-selected them out of in out of the world, right? Now's the time to keep pushing. So all I have to do or you have to do is stay on the road, right? Because the more you put yourself out there, well, you're the one people think about. And comes from my addiction world, when in doubt, just do something. <laughs> Take some kind of action, right? So, and I always stress, get a new group, right? And, because it was uh, Zig Ziglar talked about it. Jim Rohn was the one that really made it popular, where he talked about if if I know the five people you hang out with the most, you know, and I can and I find out their income, you're in that group, right? You're in that. There's an average, things like that. And I always say that also it spins out, it extends, excuse me, extends out in every aspect of your life. If you're hanging out with in shape people, you're probably in shape, right? 
if uh, you know if you're hanging around with uh, 150 pound overweight couch potatoes who just want to post on Facebook, you're probably not very active. It's just you, you know, you rise or fall to the level of your peers generally, right? And so, stay away from places where you're just tolerated. Go to where you're celebrated. And uh, and again, a lot of this does come back from my addiction world, uh, which is you need to go where what you want to achieve is normal. Uh, and you may have to separate yourself out from those that see it as not normal. You know, in the addiction world, we tell people, sometimes you got to cut your parts of your family loose, right? It, it's just the way it is, right? Well, the great thing that we have now when you're finding this new group, whether, you know, a new group to hang out with is because we all know that your mind doesn't know the difference between a real or a vividly imagined event, you can pick a mental support group. You know, if you want to be redo your business, uh, why not get successful business people? Maybe you don't know a lot personally right now, but you can, you can find them right online and you can make them your mental support group. Right? Um, I think Elon Musk would be a good one, right? First of all, he's a little bit nuts, which I, I appreciate. Not everybody would go on Joe Rogan and smoke a big joint and, and get goofy, you know. But the guy started PayPal, Tesla, SpaceX. I forget the other couple companies he started. I'm not going to argue with his, with his success. Um, but he could be in your support group. And that, that message actually comes again to our NLP from our dear friend, Tony Robbins. When he was coming up, he would be at, when his seminars were still like 30 and 40 people back in the early 80s. He would talk a lot about, you know, his dear friend, Norman Cousins, his dear friend, Norman Cousins. And he mentioned a couple other people, um, uh, but Norman Cousins was a big one. And, uh, and then after his career really started to take off, he said one day he gets this phone call and it's from Norman Cousins who started a conversation. Tony, this is your dear friend, Norman. Right? And so, of course, he goes, Norman who? goes, I don't know. Your dear friend, Norman Cousins. And he goes, and before uh, Dr. Cousins could say anything, he goes, well, you know, to tell you the truth, in my mind, you're one of my closest friends and my mentors. Right? Did that work? I don't know. Wasn't too long after that that Norman Cousins was on the stage at Tony Robbins seminars. Right? So you can find that group. You don't have to... Uh, you don't have to be there physically all the time. Uh, you can create a mental support group, a mental mastermind group. Uh, my friend um, Carrie East calls it her uh, buddy board. She gets pictures, you know, how you create your, your uh, vision board for things and stuff you want to accomplish. Do you have a buddy board of people you want to be hanging around with? You know, and you can imagine them cheering you on. Mine's behind me, and it's it's got. I can tell you, I, I can't reach it from here, but it's got Elon Musk, Tony Robbins, um, Joe Vitale, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like Arnold, and a couple other people. That's in my uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, a uh, few other people. Those are my mental support group. And you can imagine them cheering you on because all the people I have on my group take risks, you know? Uh, I'm always in. Uh, one person I greatly admire, the more I think about it, was, was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? 
He's at the height of the bodybuilding world and he goes and becomes an actor. If anybody can remember a couple of his first movies, he wasn't very good, right? And we could argue whether he got very good, but he did become the number one box office draw in the world, you know, in the, in the early 90s. And at the height of that, he walks away and becomes governor, runs for governor, took a risk. And I remember he was being interviewed and it really impacted me because when he announced it, I think it was on the Letterman show or the, or the Jay Leno, one of the two. And they ask him, well, but what if you lose? He goes, well, you got to take a chance. Yeah, I can always keep making movies, but you know, so, I mean, that's, that's a different mindset. That's a different mindset than most people have, right? And again, he surrounds himself with people that would do it, right? And always, uh, one of my favorite sayings is people who matter do not judge and those that judge do not matter, right? And so let's, let's find people in your group that will encourage you. And now's the time to press on and step up. You know, if you need, need to make a decision, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, business, do it now, right? Because if it's anything business or anything like that, don't wait till your competition catches up. If you're gonna make a physical change, why wait till you gain 20 more pounds? You know, I, when my practice was booming, uh, this was the time of year I'd start getting people calling. Well, another couple of weeks, they'd start calling, go, I wanna make an appointment for after the first of the year. Why after the first of the year? Well, now's not a good time to start a diet, they would always say, right? And I would always, uh, point out, it's the perfect time to, to lose weight. The perfect time, right? Because if you can lose weight during the holidays, when all the other fat people are trying to drop that extra holiday 10 pounds that they're going to put on, right? You're already running ahead of the game, right? In fact, December was sometimes one of my busiest months. Because first of all, I'd always run a little sale, but I would get people that would call about making it for next year. And well, if you come in now, I'll do this, this, and this, and get people started. And if you're already in, in the action mode, if you will, increase it, turn up your activity. What can you add? What can you do a little bit different? You know, I'm going, I'm stepping back to go forward. I'm starting to do my Facebook lives out at the barn again. I'm starting to do some things. Um, and because I'll admit the malaise got to me, I kind of pulled back, you know, things like that. So now it's time to really step it up. Because again, some of the most profitable ones in a lot of businesses are November, December, and January. And, and as I was putting this together, I was thinking, yeah, a lot of times December was one of my better months, for, for, especially for the amount of work I would put in. You know, after, the, after about January 8th or 9th, uh, the hypnosis practice would get busy just because it's the people after the holidays. But it, it was great. So today is the day, now is the time, this is the moment. And remember, there's no failure. In a time of malaise, those that step up separate from the rest. And just try to project certainty. You know, that's because in a time of uncertainty, those that project strength and certainty are magnetic. And so, and it also kind of creates that feedback loop in our own heads. As we all know, you know, your internal state uh, will affect your internal representations, which will affect your external behavior. So if, even if you're just projecting it externally, it'll feed back into yourself. And pretty soon, it's the old fake it till you make it, act as if. And there's some pretty good research that says this stuff actually works. 
long term. So project that certainty, and you know, there's there's a lot we can we can deal with, with that. So I just wanted to do a quick, and that was pretty quick, but what time is it? I don't can't see my clock. So again, never slow down. Get a new group. Create a create a buddy board. You know, cut who would you like in your mental support group, right? Oh yeah, of course. I think I meant Tony Robbins' course is in my mental support group, right? Uh, but the cool one to me is is uh, Elon Elon Musk, Arnold, and Hugh Jackman, right? I'm just impressed. Hugh Jackman's got that hundred or what is he? It's about a half a billion dollar coffee company now, so he's doing yeah something right. So get a new group, press on, step up, and again think about what the super successful people do that those that don't. Right? If they can't actually do things right now, they're planning what they're going to do next. And always have the word next. So that's, uh, boom, there we go. Everybody's back. So that's, just want to do a quick kind of fun little post on a Saturday at noon. So any uh, questions, comments? So, Dr. Will, would you like uh, me to share a good methodology for risk assessment? Sure. So, you know, basically, I was very frustrated in, in the industry I work in. We're asked to do these all the time. I would look at them and say they're junk. And so one, one problem is we deny risk. But anyway, the methodology that I've stolen came out of MIT and Harvard called the diamond method. And it will expose most risk and the approach you need to take. And it's a four step iterative process. So you can look at it from multiple dimensions. The first dimension is novelty. So if something's new to you, there's a lot of uncertainty. So, uh, or if it's new to your customer, there's a lot of uncertainty. So there might be an education component that you need to put in there or for yourself or for others. Uh, the this, this second is the skill level. Uh, starting out, we may not be confident in our skill level or it may take techniques we don't know. You know, my, my background is computer science and uh, the data sciences. So dealing with an uncertainty is just kind of normal for me, but uh, the scale of things, because it takes a lot more to build a house than a doghouse. It takes a, it's a totally different story when you're building the Sears Tower versus even the housing market. So, uh, and, and finally the pace. And I think the biggest mistake I see uh, is people decide on pace without evaluating the other things, right? So if you need something quickly, you're gonna to have to make some compromises, right? So the four stages are the novelty, the skill level, the scale, you know, how big is it? And how fast do you need it, right? And if you look at that from multiple perspectives, uh, that will expose most of the risk and opportunities. And you'll have an advantage over other people because you will be able to do a better evaluation. I don't know if that's useful to you. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Hmm. Cool.
Yeah, no, it makes sense. This is a good recharge, Will. Thank you. It, it you know, it reminds because you know you go along and you do what you do, and uh, everything becomes a habit. And this is a good reminder of, of things that have got lost along the way. Um, yeah, I mean, I wrote down here. Uh, I already do my plan for the first three months of next year, but I'm going to take it out further. For instance, um, I think you know all of that's really good. Thank you. Good stuff. Cool. Mm. All right. Dr. Wall, what would you say are the good qualities of a support group? Or the essential qualities for it to really be a support group? Well, I guess it would be, depends what you want the group for. You know, if it's, if it's my mental support group for being in shape, they're in shape. Right? If it's for business, I got people that, and lately I've been looking at people that are successful in more than one realm. You know, because lately I know that everybody's talking about multiple streams of income, multiple streams of income. Okay, great. That's good. But what do you mean by that? Because you could have multiple streams of income, but if it's all in one industry, you're screwed no matter, you know, if the industry crashes, which can happen, right? Technology, you're in that technical. One technological change can crash a business. You know, my my biggest uh, stream of income for years was selling my first it was VHSs. I'll I'll date myself, and then DVDs. Well, everything changed, and then all the people got online, and the technology changed that stream of income. And then all the other people jumped in and drove the price down to the point. It's like I don't even want to play in that pool for for seven dollars. Become a certified master hypnotist for $7, right? But, you know, hey, they get someone else's course, they, they memorize it, they redo it, they film it, and they put it up. So it doesn't, you know, we've seen that over and over again. Um, uh, but I'd say in that mental support group, and people that, and lately, what I, one of the things that's important to me, it sounds kind of strange, is I really don't want to know them personally. Right? Because sometimes like I could, you project stuff and then you, you meet them, you know, I forget who said that. If I really have somebody I respect and admire an author or a speaker, I never want to meet them. Right? Because they're human. You know, of course you might meet them on a bad day, who knows, or, or whatever. Uh, but it's like, hmm, you know, and what's their percent? Are they consistent? I mean, that's, what's important to me. Consistency. Have they, do they demonstrate what they talked about? Do they really demonstrate, you know, do they demonstrate? And that got me in trouble in the hypnosis world for a while because I'd walk around and say, I see all these people talk about mind, body, and spirit, but body-wise, all I see is a bunch of fat hypnotists. <laughs> Georgina remembers that. I was not very popular. It's <laughs> you know, maybe you ought to see a hypnotist. Yeah, popularity is overrated. Yeah. Unless you have none. Yeah. So I think too, your Wednesdays that, you know, that I sit in on and the Saturdays, I mean, this is a good support group too. I mean, we learn from each other. We learn from you. We, we get to share ideas and, and, and pump it up. So, I mean, it's, it's a type of buddy board. It's a live buddy board kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
as they, and you got to be, if, if there's things online like this, I'm trying to join, I'm in a couple of others. Uh, Trustegrity, which is like a business building group. It's a national, well, they have local, it's kind of like a BNI, but it's a little bit different. Uh, and I've been trying to get active in that because um, it's, again, it's people that are motivated, positive, trying to do different things. That, that's the kind of people I want to be around. And I need to show up for some of the meetings because as they say in the 12-step world, people that don't go to meetings forget about what happens to people that don't go to meetings, right? And so you got to show up, get that recharge, you know? And are, you know, and like you say, on these, um, the calls I'm doing, I'm trying to get people motivated, positive, and have some fun with it. Cool. All right. So I like your last one, show up. Uh, having gone through trying to hire people and my brother having the same thing, uh, in his industry, the number one problem is people just decide not to show up. And if you don't show up, you can't advance, right? So, so showing up every day, that, yeah, that's, that's my number one. Yeah, suit up, show up. Get up, dress up, show up. Happen. Pardon? Get up, dress up, and show up. Yeah. You know, it might so be. You're happy, sad, angry, or mad, right? So as long as you're showing up and being polite. Yeah, and, and that's where miracles can happen. You know, I mean, because you might meet the one person that can shift your whole business world. You know. I'm waiting for that to happen again, but let's, you know, but yeah, it could happen. You never know what will, what will happen. And take risks. That's the other thing. You gotta, you gotta have some skin in the game and take some risks. You know, when you look at those super achievers, they all take risks of someone. It might be measured risk. They might assess it, but they will take a risk. Because when I always think of Musk, when he was talking about starting PayPal, Everybody just told him how stupid he was because why would you do this? You could get your credit card through a bank. You know, you could, I remember my, I used to run my credit cards through uh, the bank. They got about 6%. You know, they screwed you on every possible way. They held your money. That, that. So he started what he started. Of course, the banks tried to destroy him, but he took the risk, right? And then same with the car company. How many, you're, you're in car world up there in Michigan there. When he first started Tesla, everybody told him he's crazy. Well, that may work out bad, but it's doing pretty good. That's true of any kind of change because people like to say the way things are being done today is perfect, right? And we all know that isn't true. So there's, um, I can't remember the name of the book, but it talks about diffusion of innovation. So you got early adopters who really want competitive advantage, but that's true in just about every area. So if you come up with a new approach in NLP, everyone will say, well, that's stupid because they're not doing it, right? That's not how I'm doing it. So, you I, I, you know, you got to look at the evidence and see what happens. And, yeah. and, and that's what Moss does is evidence-driven very much. Oh, yeah. Well, when I first started, when I shortened the NLP training to five, five days, uh, Boy, did I catch flack for that shit, man. I got phone calls from unnamed people, you know, that were 
the founders of it and a bunch of other people. And it's like, well, you know, it all boils down to this. Unless you're paying my mortgage, I'm really not listening to you at this point. <laughs> you know, and I did the short trainings and I thought I got just as good a result as the longer, if not better. So what were they doing before since I was around? Uh, well, when I got involved, they were shorter training. Well, there was no levels. There was no basic master. It's just, it was there. And then they started and it was about an eight to 10 day training. Then it creeped up to 10 to 12 days. Then suddenly in the late eighties, early nineties, it jumped up to like 21 day trainings, 30 day training, but also corporate was paying for some of that. So, okay. people, you know, and then, um, because I was teaching, honestly, it started because I was teaching at the Guild and a couple other places. They want, they go, well, you got to do it in at least five days because that's all we got. I said, well, then I, surprisingly, I can do it in five days, you know? And then I just went back and cut out all the fluff. And if you've ever been through, and I, I'll call on Georgie has been through some of them where you could tell if you have any training experience sitting in the room, you could tell they were doing a lot of filler and fluff. Oh, it was full. And a lot of it was, was theory. They talk jargon at you for day upon day, hour upon hour. And you sat there thinking, what am I sitting here for? And it was frustrating. And at the end of it, because there was so much jargon and so much theory, you didn't, you forgot what the purpose was. It was awful. Then I found yeah, I, it all. I didn't blaze over. They weren't doing it right. Is that yeah. it? Oh. Um, and then. Double blaze. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would spend a two. Well, when I learned, like, you know, the deletion, the distortion, generalization, it's about a half day training. They got it in, they got it done. It was great. Then they got to the point, the unnamed group um, uh, out West, they would spend three days on them. And they, you would diagram sentences. And I would sit there and go, because somebody showed me part of them. I'm like, is this an English class or a personal change class? Right, uh, it, 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 so that just cracked me up, you know. And then the way they make the, I would, my other favorite was transderivational search, right? Which means look through your past. I'm sitting there going, why the hell don't you just say look through your past? Why you got to create a goddamn word? I know it's to make you feel smart. Well, you can charge more for big words. Yeah, it makes you feel. Yeah, it makes you feel smart. Yeah, right. But I'm a simple man. I'm I'm a simple man. A man of the earth. Man of the earth. Yeah. Made out of dirt like the rest of us. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for playing. Uh, Wednesday at the, uh, the NL, well, now it's called NLP Today. That's the new background. It was the forum. Now we're calling it NLP Today. Uh, we'll be talking about, uh, I think I posted, it's going to be about military. Um, so it's, it's really going to spin into post-traumatic stress disorder. What the heck? And plus, guess what? Probably about 80% of Americans have PTSD right now. Right? right. It, it, do you record it, Will? Because I, I have yeah. my clinic day. My client day is uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. So I can't do that. Yeah. So, okay. And now it's called post-traumatic election disorder. But, well, yeah. Okay. It's over. Yay, one way or the other. I don't Thank care. you very much. All right. I'll see you all later. Thank, Thank you. Thanks Bye. so much, Will. Thank Bye. you. Thank you, Will. Bye-bye. Thank you.